the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. That is correct. I am he, and you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Why does it matter? Because it's inspiration, it's education, and it's application. And those are three things, as I look around the specter of America today, those are three things that every single human being needs. And so i uh, got great news for you. On Thursday, we are launching a brand new podcast. It'll be bi-weekly, uh, Thursday podcast, uh, which will be adapted from this radio show. Uh, and then uh, we'll have a Monday as well. Well, I'll do a story time with Mr. Black. And today... We're going to talk about pillars of resilience, pillars of resilience. And, you know, one thing I love about doing the radio show is it's, uh, it causes me to be under construction. It causes me to get creative. It causes me to seek uh, knowledge and information on a concept, on a thought, on something I heard, something I read. Uh, and uh, last week or the week before, I did a great show with uh, Keith Notek, a uh, retired police officer, uh, he wrote a great book, From Sorrow to Amazing Grace, and uh, Keith is uh, becoming a friend, and he'll actually be in my leadership training uh, this weekend in Dallas-Fort Worth. So, uh, And uh, in his book, Keith talked about the pillars of re- resilience, and so resilience is defined as how one deals effectively with pressure, ambiguous and emerging conditions, and multiple tasks. Remains optimistic and persistent even under adversity or uncertainty. Recovers quickly from setbacks, anticipates changes, and learns from mistakes. Boy, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a remedy for what's ailing America, our families, our communities. And so before we get into the deep meat and taters of today's topic... I got a story I'd like to share with you. It's story time with Mr. Scott V. Black. And this first piece is by Valerie Cox, and the second one will be Robert Fulgram. A woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shop, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag between, which she ignored to avoid a scene. She munched cookies and watched the clock as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking, if I weren't so nice, why, I'd blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, He took one too, 
When only one was left, she wondered, what would he do? With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and, oh, brother, this guy has some nerve and he's also quite rude. Why, he didn't even show any gratitude. She had never known when she'd been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at that thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, then sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise why there was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned with despair. Then the others were his, and he wanted to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. And the story is so spot on for where we're at today. See, sometimes we think we're giving when we're really taking. I'm sure all of us can relate to times in our lives when we felt absolutely certain our perceptions were right, only to find the truth in a totally different light. Let's be honest. Have you been a cookie thief more times than you'd like to admit? See, we forget things that are important. And all we really need to know, we learned in kindergarten. That's what Robert Fulgham said. All we really need to know, we learned in kindergarten, we just forgot. We need to remember, to remind, to recollect. All we really need to know about how to live and what to do and how to be, we learned in kindergarten. Wisdom was not at the top of the graduate school mountain, but there in the sand pile at Sunday school. These are the things I learned. Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some and think some and draw and paint some, and sing and dance some, and play and work some, every single day. Take a nap every afternoon. When you go out into the world, watch out for traffic. Hold hands and stick together. Be aware of wonder. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup? The roots go down and the plant goes up and nobody really knows how or why. But we're all like that. Goldfish and hamsters and white mice, and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup, they all die. And so do we. And then remember the Dick and Jane books. And the first word you learned, the biggest word of all, look. You see, everything you need to know is there somewhere. The golden rule and love basic sanitation, ecology and politics, equality, sane living. Take any of those items, 
and extrapolate it into sophisticated adult terms and apply it to your family life or your work or your government or your world. And it holds true, clear, firm. Imagine for a moment what a better world it would be if all, the whole world, had cookies and milk about 3 o'clock every afternoon and then lay down with their blankies for a nap. Or if all governments had a basic policy to always put things back where they found them and to clean up their own mess. It is all still true, no matter how old you are. When you go out into the world, it is best to hold hands and stick together. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we want to remember, we want to remind, because to remember is to put something back together. Remember Mr. Potato Head? I think today he's called Mr. Potato or or just Potato. (laughs) But remember, whenever we put his arms and legs back on, you know what we did to him? We remembered him. Right? To dismember someone is removing their arms and legs. To remember something is to put it back together. We know who we're supposed to be. We know how we're supposed to treat people. And we have all have a calling, a mission, a purpose. And today I Like It Matters Radio, I want to go into the resilience that it needs. It's going to take resilience to remind ourselves. It's going to take resilience to stand up in a world that tells you to sit down. It's going to take resilience to be the man or the woman that you've been created to be. It's going to be, take resilience to still live as the old American in a brand new America. So I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. and the response. There is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. American Pressure pumps and parts to get the job done. Pro pressure washers and the Arctic steamer. Our service and selection is second to none. Professional quality from the proven leader. American pressure. 
FisherINC.com. American Join the Insider Fan Club today, and you can win a copy of our April Regnery Book of the Month, The Enemy Within, How a Totalitarian Movement is Destroying America, written by David Horowitz. Sign up at freedom1570.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application. And Like It Matters Radio is all about living live like it matters. And that is actually the name of our brand new podcast that will be launched Thursday uh, on Omni. Uh, Please, uh, we need your support. Uh, please jump on there, like it, stream it, share it, make some comments, please. We need your support. You know, I've impacted over the last 30 years uh, tens of thousands of people directly uh, and probably hundreds of thousands indirectly. And, man, uh, I hear all the time, man, you changed my life. Man, I, how do I ever repay you? Man, I, I owe you so much. And here's how you can repay me. Thursday, when we launch this thing, go to Omni, look for the podcast, Living Life Like It Matters, uh, and please uh, have some activity. Forward it to your friends. Listen to it. Uh, download it. Uh, make a comment. Please, I need comments. I need shares uh, because they track this stuff now. And as the podcast grows, it'll feed the radio show. As the radio show f- grows, we'll start changing America. As the, we start changing America, more people will come into the leadership training that will change their life directly, and then they'll change the world. You see how the whole thing fits together? And that's really today why we're talking about pillars of resistance. And let me give you a little shadow, uh, actually a little look into the shadow of my mind. You know, I can take your fingerprints and uh, from your fingerprints without asking a single question, send it to my scientist Richard in India, uh, and he can give me a 37-page printout of your brain. He can show me every processor in all 10 lobes, uh, all 10 of your quadrants in your brain. You got five lobes of the brain, and then you got the left side and the right side. So basically what I'd call 10 stations. Uh, And in me, I just want you to know, in me, when I got my fingerprints done, on my right side, uh, on my cognitive processor, uh, the frontal lobe, uh, I have a special processor called reverse thinking. Uh, and what it does is allows me to run thousands of scenarios where most people can run one or two at a time. So anybody that knows me knows somehow I, I connect everything. It's all connected to me. And that's why I'm so good on the radio. That's why I can train a two-and-a-half-day class without any preparation uh, because I it's all connected to me. 
And so let me tell you how today's show, and this shows you my thinking, my reverse processor, how it created it. So on social media, I'm pretty active uh, on Facebook, and, and it's not to change people's minds. Uh, I got really active about eight, nine months ago. I got tired of people being bullied. I got tired of listening to uh, seeing people who were Christians, people who believed in God, people who were conservatives, just trashed, destroyed by social media, destroyed by the tech giants, you know, the censorship. Uh, and so I, I started getting active. And about a month ago, I was talking to God, and I wanted to make sure that what I was doing on social media was okay. You know, I don't want to, I want to be a good man. I want to be an honorable man. And yet I also know that God's made certain people warriors. People like John the Baptist was a warrior. He was a different breed. There were few like him. And we are at the end. We're in the final days. And the Bible says very clearly that these are unprecedented times. It means never happened before and never will. There'll be earthquakes someday that's never happened, never will. There's going to be destruction that's never happened, never will again. And so these are unprecedented times. So when something's unprecedented, it's hard to go back to the past to see what to do in this time since it's unprecedented. It's never happened before. So as I'm on social media, I saw this great little post. It said this, don't go where you're not invited. Don't talk about what you don't know. Don't interfere with things that are none of your business. Do not open a fridge in someone else's house. Don't call after 10 p.m. Don't go see someone at lunchtime. Don't enter other people's bedrooms without permission. Don't enter someone's house without their permission. Remember those things? We used to call those rules of good manners. And they still are because manners never go out of fashion. But these are still, I'm 55 years old. Uh, and there's a lot of people that want me to stay at their house when I travel. Uh, and I really don't like to stay at people's homes because I have weird hours. I don't sleep that much. And I do text a thousand people all over the world at four o'clock in the morning. So, But I remember the Hypos, my good friends, uh, Rick and Mavis Hypos in Minneapolis up there. Uh, they are so gi- giving and kind. Their home has become like a second home for me when I used to go up there you know, every other month before the COVID hit. Uh, and it took me probably two years uh, before I would ever open up the refrigerator without specifically asking permission. And if you know the Hypos, uh, their home is your home. Uh, they know what family is. They are the, the essence of God's giving and caring. And when you're ho- there, you're in your home. And so help yourself, if you will. But so these things stuck in my head. And so then I had also done this uh, radio show with Keith Notek, and he's the one, that, uh, the retired police officer who wrote the great book, From Sorrow to Amazing Grace, and Keith's become a good friend, and uh, he's actually going through my leadership training in two days. Uh, he'll be on the show with us next week to tell you about our incredible leadership training. But in the book, uh, Keith talked about using the four pillars. And I'm like, wow, what are these things called four pillars? Uh, and so I had to, to look it up. And it's Defense Logistics Agency, the nation's combat logistics support agency. And it says the DLA resilience model has four pillars, mental, physical, social, and spiritual. He says balancing these four, four components helps strengthen your life. You know, you have the mental, the ability to effectively cope with mental stressors and challenges. Pay attention to your needs and feelings. Our thoughts control our energy. And then you have the physical. The ability to adapt and sustain healthy behaviors, regularly work out and continually monitor physical stamina, recognize the connection between mind and body, strong bodies help build strong minds. And then social, the ability to network, build and value interpersonal relationships and social networks, 
social connections with others, widen perceptions, and grow character. And then the fourth one, spiritual. The ability to adhere to beliefs, principles, or values needed to preserve and prevail in accomplishing missions. And so what they're talking about is building your life. Building your life on these four pillars. Just like a relationship, you need to, I remember a, a, a sitcom, I don't remember which one it was, it talked about tent poles in your relationship. That when something is so important, a, a nice moment, it becomes a tent pole in your relationship. It holds things up. It allows for you to t- put the awning, the tent around it. It creates a structure. It creates a building. It creates a home. And so when I think of pillars, I'm just telling you how my mind works, it's automatically connected to a building. So then I go from pillars to building. Now, building is an interesting word because it's a verb and it's a noun, right? I remember, I'm an etymologist by trade. I'm just telling you, giving you a sneak peek into my mind how it works. So building uh, is a pillars, right? A building's a structure, right? Just like your body is, just like your life is, just like uh, your home is. Those are structures. But a building as a verb is also about increase, if you think about it, right? Because you're building a college fund. You're building a future. You're building a better tomorrow. You see, it's not just about a structure, but it's also about increase. Building a better today than yesterday. Building a better tomorrow than today. It's something I teach. It's called being under construction. In the corporate world, you call it Six Sigma. You call it Lean Sigma. You call it Lean Manufacturing. In the training world, you call it LikeItMatters.net. And the class is called Leadership Awakening. So then my mind starts going to buildings. So then I started thinking, so what are the main causes for disintegration of a building? Deterioration. And I actually looked that up. So here they are. Let me give them to you. Faulty construction. Faulty design. In other words, is the structure right in place? And one thing we teach you on this training is about the structure, right? This radio show is all about structure, right? Your thoughts produce actions. What you think about most often, you move in that direction, right? That's structure. What are you putting in your experience through your eyes, through your ears, through where your feet go, right? All about faulty design. The third thing that causes deterioration in building is fire. And then moisture, right? You don't want to get moisture under your foundation or your foundation because it cracks and the whole thing messes up. A structural, right, causes that. So when there's a structural problem, uh, whether it's caused by water or whatever, the building deteriorates. Atmospheric, chemicals. And then you know what the last one is? The top one's actually the top one. I gave you the list backwards because I didn't want to start with this and I wanted to end with it. But it says human. <laughs> I'm here on Google, right? Ukesays.com. Uh, essays construction causes causes of deterioration in building. UK essays. That's what it is. And why does that matter? Because I really want to go into what's going on in America, what's going on in our families, what's going on in our communities, and it's strife. Strife's an interesting word. And you know what? As I searched it in the Bible. God talks so much about the poison, the destructive mechanism called strife. And if you look around right now, strife is the only thing in high commodity in America. Grace is not, mercy is not, understanding is not, forgiveness is not, right? We want we want social justice. We want our pound of flesh. Throw the book at them. Throw them in jail. What do we need a two-week trial for? We all saw the video. We all know who's guilty. Isn't that amazing? 
I wonder if they'd be saying the same thing if they were that person in that cop's place. And I can tell you the answer. The answer is no. But, you know, James in the Bible is the most uh, practical book in the whole Bible. It's Jesus' half-brother. In James 3.16, by the way, if you want to look at good studies, look at all the 3.16s in the Bible. Pretty cool. Uh, Really important scripture. Not just John 3.16, but all the 3.16s. So here's what James 3.16 says. For wherever there's jealousy, selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. That's the New Living Translation. And the ESV says... For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Now, you know what's interesting is in these two translations, the word that the New King James translates as strife is jealousy and selfish ambition. And that's the same in the ESV and the NLT. And that's what's destroying America. That's what's destroying our homes. It's the spirit of covetousness. It's a spirit of regret and resistance, of jealousy and envy. And ladies and gentlemen, we got to go back to the basics. we got to be reminded about who we are, why we're here, and whose we are, so we can build our buildings with the pillars of resilience. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. Contemplate this on the tree of woe. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images, you know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Dennis Prager with Mike Hilborn, owner of Roof to Deck Restoration, the experts at cleaning and maintaining decks and fences. Mike, cleaning, staining, and restoring a wood deck correctly takes knowledge and experience. Tell people how Roof to Deck can help. Dennis, as you know, we have a five-step cleaning and staining process. First, we apply a wood cleaner. Second, we wash the deck with low pressure. Because wood is soft, low pressure is very important. Next, we apply a neutralizer to brighten the wood. Then we let the wood dry. When we return, we use a moisture meter to test the wood to make sure it is dry. Finally, we seal the deck by hand. We do not use sprayers. What if it rains? Well, unlike the homeowner who is forced to do it on the weekend, we wait for dry weather, which means you get great results. Learn more by watching some of our videos at RoofToDeck.com. That's RoofToDeck.com. For a free quote, call 651-699-3504. Call now through Thursday and receive $100 off your project of $1,000 or more. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. 
Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Oh, yeah. I am Mr. Black, and we are back with Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application, because we're living life like it matters, which is the name of our brand new podcast that launches Thursday on Omni. So please uh, look for it, Google it, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please help us drive up the charts. Uh, find Living Life Like It Matters podcast. It's a twice a week. It'll be Monday and Thursday. Thursday will be like a, a basic radio show where I basically uh, give you uh, tips, tools, uh, ways to improve your life, way to improve your thinking, way to improve your relationships, all that. And then Monday will be story time with Mr. Black where we'll share some stories and the whole reason on Monday is to get you in a good mood, to get you in a good place to get you going in the right direction. Thank you. And so today, uh, we're talking about pillars of resilience. Pillars of resilience. Uh, And we're building. And what we're building is our life. You know, we got to be resilient today. we got to be reminded of those existential questions of who are we? Uh, Why are we here? Uh, What's our purpose? Uh, If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that the God of the universe breathed life? and did that uh, carbon-based life form and gave you the gift of life. And for those of you that are children of God, not just creatures of God, he saved you. Well, you got to ask yourself, so why did he save me and keep me on this planet? God is a, a God of purpose, purposive striving. That's what Romans eight twenty eight says, right? Like God causes. Did you hear that? Causes is a verb. God causes all things to work for the good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. That's what my good book says. And just like we're building a structure in real life, things can eat away at that building. Remember I talked about from uh, UK Essays? It has right here the one, two, three, what is that, four, nine, top nine causes for deterioration of building. Faulty construction, faulty design, fire, moisture, structural, atmospheric, chemicals. And the very top one, because I read it backwards, is humans. Humans, right? Us. You and I, our stinking thinking, our resentment, our fear, our anger, our bitterness. Remember, in the study of epigenetics, epigenetics, E-P-I, epigenetics, Dr. Caroline Leaf, a lot of works, some great books, Who Shut Off My Brain, Turn On Your Brain, Um, what is this one, The Perfect You is a brand new one, haven't read it, got it on my bookshelf, I can see it right there, but haven't read it yet, but Dr. Caroline Leaf and she basically says that we, are, uh, we can do our own brain surgery. Uh, that uh, in the study of epigenetics, we learned that basically we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And the ultimate environment is between the stimulus and the response, right? That's the study of transactional analysis. There's a stimulus and response. That's a transaction. But your mind is six times faster than you can talk. And so what happens when someone says something or does something, you don't actually respond to that. you got to get this. 
we go to what we know. The good book says a dog returns to his vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. I think it's uh, 2 Peter 2.22, all the twos. I remember all the twos, right? And so what we do is we go to what we know when we get hit with something. And so we go to our past. We hear something from our past. Uh, We say something from our past. We see something from our past. We feel something connected to our past. And then based on that, we respond. So get this. You're not and I'm not responding what another person says or does. You got to get this. What we're responding to is our personal narrative about why they said what they said or did what they did. About what does it mean? About what does it mean about me based on my past? See, we're doing all this. And that person is just making a statement. And that's what the mess on social media is all about if you look at it. And one of the biggest things is this thing called strife. You know, uh, I'm a father. I got four kids, uh, three of them out of the house. Uh, my fourth one, Benaya, he's six and a half years old. I talk about him a lot. He's a great young man. And, uh, boy, I tell him sometimes the same things over and over. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I say the same things over and over and over. Sometimes, parents, those things that are really important, you say it over and over and over and over, right? That's what a good parent does because repetition is the mother of success. And so in the good book, they always say this, if God says something, he meant it, pay attention. But if God says something multiple times, uh, it's really, really important. You know, there's a couple times in the Bible where Jesus said three times, you know, would say it three times back to back to back. Say, I want to get your attention. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, right? I want to get your attention. Pay attention. Listen up, listen up, listen up, right? Over almost 400 times in the Bible, our Father tells us, do not fear, do not worry, do not doubt. See, he's our maker too. And so he knows how those things affect us. That's what epigenetics. And Caroline Leaf said that 87% of diseases are psychosomatic. 87%. Oh, the symptoms are real. Yes, they are. But they start in the mind with your bitterness, your resentment. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And those chemicals make us feel. And the, the, there's a proverb that says the, the, your, your thoughts will dry your bones. And bitter thoughts, anger, fear, doubt, you know, they make your body release acid. You know, you get heartburn, you get acid indigestion, you, got, you need Rolades and Tums and the purple pill, not the blue pill, the purple pill, right? All that to fight all the acid. You got heartburn, you got indigestion, you got irritable bowel syndrome, you got all, all that because of the proclivity of acid in your body. And you know where a lot of that comes from? Your thoughts. Bitterness, resentment, anger, the body releases chemicals based on what we're thinking about, our breathing and our physiology. Those three things dictate the chemicals your body releases, which make you feel what you feel. And so I want you to know, as I was looking up this word strife in the Bible, it is everywhere. And not only is it everywhere, listen carefully, it's all over the book of Proverbs. Now you might want to say, what does that matter, Black? I'm going to tell you why that matters, listener. Because the book of Proverbs is the book of wisdom. Remember? The book of wisdom. That's what you got to get. This is wisdom, God's telling you. A wise person knows the effects of strife. Matter of fact, James, the most practical book in the Bible, I told you, James 3.16, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. 
For wherever there is jealousy and self-ambition, which is America, there you will find disorder. What do you think this whole privilege movement is? The whole privilege movement is covetousness, the 10th commandment, thou shalt not covet. And as a speaker, I leave the best for last. I want to leave you thinking. So God left the best for last. Do not covet. All the other nine commandments will fall in that one category, I guarantee you. All about covetousness. And the whole, now it's institutionalized. Racism is being institutionalized. America's okay with racism as long as it's white people that are being treated poorly. I'm, not, I'm, I'm being honest. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. You can't. You might not like the truth, but Jesus said the truth will set you free. The truth is the truth. Whether you like it or not doesn't change the fact that that's the twisted America we live in. Elections have consequences, and America is going to rue the day. I love that word, going to rue the day where people didn't care how Joe Biden made it to the White House. You're going to rue that day because if we ever find out the real reason, you're not going to be happy, and it's going to be too late by then because we're going to a one-party system. Uh, This H.R. 1 is going to change it to where no conservative will ever be elected again. So you're you're now signed up for one-party rule. The Democrat Party will rule with an iron fist from this point on. And so what we got to do is control what we can. And so strife in the Bible, Proverbs 33, 30, verse 3. For pressing milk produces curds, pressing the nose produces blood, and pressing anger produces strife. See, the sense will be, for as pressure on milk produces butter and pressure on the nose produces blood, so pressure on wrath, right? Wrath is violence towards a hot-tempered person, produces anger, right? And then Proverbs 15, right? One and two, a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of the fool belches out foolishness. Do you see? We're living this out. Proverbs ten twelve. Hatred stirs up dissension, but love covers all transgressions. Twenty nine twenty two. An angry man stirs up dissension, and a hot tempered man abounds in transgressions. How about fifteen eighteen? A hot tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger calms dispute. How about twenty five fifteen? Through patience, a ruler can be persuaded, and a gentle tongue can break a bone. How about twenty eight twenty five? He that is of proud heart stirreth up strife, but he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat. In other words, prosper, enriched, blessed, heal, right? And Eliot's commentary for English reader puts 2825 this way. He that is of a proud heart who thinks much of himself stirreth up strife, but his struggle with others for preeminence and mostly gains only vexation and disappointment for his trouble. But he that putteth his trust in the Lord shall be made fat, being richly rewarded with that peace which passeth all understanding. And that's what we need to get back to. We need to get back to where we're in control. Nobody can make you do anything. No one can make you feel anything. Now, yeah, you got to die. You got to pay taxes. And I'm doing my best not to get vaccinated because now we're finding out that some of these vaccines are causing problems already. And there's just weeks into it. Wait till two or three, four years. You'll see. You'll see. So today I want to help you build your your house, build your kingdom that you're building, build your future. And in order to do that, we need to have solid pillars. And they're called pillars of resist, resilience, not resistance, <laughs> resilience. And after a break, I'm going to break down these four pillars. And I'm going to tell you, this is how what I teach. 
This is why on this radio show we go through the, the man is the three-part being. Because you must deal with all three. Because if you sit on a three-legged stool or a four-legged stool and one of the chairs is weak or missing, you're going down, buddy. You're going down. So I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about pillars of resilience. And we'll be right back. Joe Biden saw this coming. The crisis is only deepening. Way down in the hole. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com. But considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Now's the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can give your home curb appeal with new siding. Sandow Construction is celebrating 30 years with a special offer. No interest on your project paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit SandowInc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-Inc.com. Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit costs and terms. For new accounts, the APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Oh, yeah, some beautiful music John's playing out there. We are Like It Matters Radio, and we are under construction. This is where we show up every day for an hour a day, 
to work to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And God knows we need that. And God knows that America needs to do something different. Uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Stop it. Well, we are rapidly going down a, a, a ramp that is going to a place that no one wants to get to. Well, not no one. The progressives do. The people who hate America who are now running the country. It's stunning. Uh, and yet they're looking to attack everybody else as as uh, attacking America, the country they hate so much. But now they're destroying it. It's just amazing. And so we're talking about the pillars of resilience. And boy, if you're going to live your life like it matters, you need some resilience. And resilience uh, is defined as how one deals effectively with pressure. Ambiguous in emerging conditions and multiple tasks remains optimistic and persistent even under adversity or uncertainty. Recovers quickly from setbacks, anticipates change, and learns from mistakes. Ladies and gentlemen, we all uh, are flawed. Uh, Romans 3.23 says we all fall short of the glory of God. And what's going on in, in Brooklyn City, I've done classes there. There's a hotel right there that we've done a couple classes at. My heart aches. It's the lower Brooklyn Center. Sorry, Brooklyn Center. Yeah, I've done classes there. And uh, uh, it's a lower income place, I believe. And uh, it breaks my heart what's going on. It was a shame what happened to Dante. Uh, uh, again, but he, again, our, our actions have consequences. And this cop, her life is forever over. She might still be alive. But her life is over. I mean, she'll never be a cop again. She made a huge mistake. I'm not doubting that. And it cost someone his life. But let's be honest. If that man, Dante, when he had his hands behind his back where they were cuffing him, would have just had the cuffs on, got in the back of the car, he would have been out later that day. And no one would have known about it. But since we teach now disrespect and we teach people to attack cops and we teach black people that cops are just out there looking to gun them down, they're hunting black people, what do you think's going to happen? This is what this is all causing. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. The answer is not getting rid of cops. The answer is working ourselves. Quit looking for the answers out there. We're the problem. The flesh is the problem. Our bitterness, our resentment. We're so busy fixing everybody else that we're not fixing ourselves. We're so wrapped up in the social justice. Well, you know what? Justice is a normalization. You know, anomalization falls in the category of generalizations. But what makes anomalization unique in the, in the subcategory of generalizations is you cannot fit it in a wheelbarrow. Anomalization is a generalization that you cannot fit in a wheelbarrow. Success is anomalization. It's d defined differently by different people. To you, it could be having a good marriage. Uh, to me, it's walking the will of God. To some people, it could become being president or it could become a billionaire or whatever. But each person must define success for themselves. It's a personal thing. And by the way, justice is the same exact thing. It's a normalization. What's justice for one person definitely is not justice for another. Have you not watched Dateline? Have you not watched Forensic Files? Have you not watched Court TV? That when a verdict comes down, half the group in the audience is excited and cheerful. The other half is angry and bitter. Well, who got justice? The one side will say, we didn't get justice. The other side will say, we got justice. I work with the organization uh, uh, Parents for Peace and Justice in Chicago. I've had a few other people go through my training, and they're so wrapped up in the loss of a child. And I get it. I can only imagine what it's like. And I've had a couple of them say, you know, and I've talked to them, and Michelle Cummings, one of my good friends, and she lost her son, Eric, 
Uh, I know Corniki uh, 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 lost her son BJ. So these are graduates of mine, people I call friends. They might not call, I know Michelle calls me a friend. Corniki might not because we think differently. She's part of that whole uh, black-white thing where the racial thing where I don't like that. Uh, we're, we're one race. We're not multiple races. We're one race, the human race. Uh, look up, uh, what is it, Galatians 3.26, I'm pretty sure. Look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, our DNA marker has our different skin pigmentation, different slant of our eyes, uh, different things like that. But we're, we're one race. We're the human race. And so we got to work on the one thing we can control, and that's us. That's us. Because what's going on in America is not getting better. It's getting worse and worse. There's going to be a lot more people dying, cops and people who are pulled over by cops, because of what's being instigated. And so let's focus in on what we can control. You can't control what happens to you in this world, but you can control what happens in you. You can't control the cards that life deals with you, uh, deals to you, but you can control how you play those cards. It's the picture of a big sailboat on some rough waters, and it says you cannot control the wind, but you can adjust your sails. And that's why we need some resilience. And the four pillars of resilience that my good friend, author Keith Notick, brought up in his book, From Sorrow to Amazing Grace, highly recommend it. I highly recommend you get Keith's book. And the Defense Logistics Agency, the nation's combat logistics support agency, has a model that has four pillars, mental, physical, social, and spiritual. And you think, I, I teach on these, and this is what we've talked about. And I put them into three, but the, they're, they're four. What they're talking about is absolutely spot on. The mental, the ability to effectively cope with mental stressors and challenges, paying attention to our needs mentally and our feelings, because feelings are byproducts of our thoughts. Our thoughts control our energy. you got to get that. Remember, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. And, and our thoughts create energy. Weak thoughts produce weak energy. Powerful thoughts create powerful energy. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The Bible says if you look at a woman lusting your eyes, you've already committed adultery with her heart. Remember, our first introduction to God, Genesis 1-1, was in the beginning God created. We're creators. Because 25 verses later, God says, let us make man in our image. That's Genesis 1-26. We were made in the God class. We were made to create. Look what's being created in Brooklyn Right, city. Is it Brooklyn City? It's not Brooklyn City. Center. Thank you. Brooklyn Center. Look what's being created in Minneapolis. Look what's being created in Georgia. We're uh, just stunning. I mean, we're going to create either good stuff or bad stuff. And remember, it's appointed for man to die one time and then to be judged. And we will be held to account. So the mental is so important because the mental drives the physical. That's the second pillar, physical. The ability to adopt and sustain healthy behaviors. Regularly work out, continually monitor physical stamina, recognize the connection between mind and body. Strong bodies help build strong minds. Now, the social is the one I don't separate out because, to me, it's part of the physical mental. It's a little bit of both. So the social is the ability to network, build and value interpersonal relationships and social networks, social connections with others, widen perceptions, and grow character. And then the fourth one is spiritual, the ability to adhere to beliefs, principles, or values needed to persevere uh, and prevail in accomplishing missions. And I want you to take a look at those four. And can I tell you one thing that's deteriorating all of those is this COVID-19, these lockdowns, wearing masks. It's so unhealthy wearing a mask. You know, you're, when you exhale, you exhale waste. 
To me, it's comparable to drinking your urine, drinking your own urine, because you have waste in your urine. I mean, dogs eat their fecal matter, and we go, oh, gross, because it's waste. And yet, what do you think? I see people in their cars by themselves wearing a mask. I see people out in the country by themselves walking in a field wearing a mask. I see people at the park wearing a mask. And I'm thinking how unhealthy it increases the acidity in your body. Why does that matter? Because cancer. Cancer needs acidity to grow, to prosper. And your thoughts dry your bones. You see what's going on? So we're living in fear. We're living in angst. We're told to shut up, sit down, don't go to the gym, don't go to church. You see how all four of these, the spiritual, the physical, the social, uh, the mental, all being affected by the COVID and the fear of COVID. Remember, man is a three-part being. I am a spirit. I live in a body. I possess a mind and a consciousness. The real me is the spirit. The body is my tent, my tabernacle, my medium by which my spirit expresses itself, and I possess a consciousness, right? Plant life lives on a physical plane. Animal life exists on a physical and social conscious plane, right? And then man, right, we have all three. We exist on a physical, on the mental conscious, and then on a spiritual plane. We've got to deal with all three. That's the complete person. If you're not dealing with all three, then your structure is going to crumble, It's like building your house on sand. It's not going to work. That's why you need Like It Matters Radio, an hour a day. That's why you need to go to our blog, brand new blog launched on Thursday, Living Life Like It Matters. That's why you should go to likeitmatters.net and check out our leadership training so we can help you live your life like it matters. And that's why we do some spiritual food. If you got an earthly, if you got a a spiritual or heavenly need, go to wayofwarrior.blog. Because I'm here to help you be better today than you were yesterday, better tomorrow than today. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. There's no love to be three-ring circus, a triple scoop of butter pecan ice cream, and a three-run homer all have in common? A smile. Like the one on your face when you take advantage of Standard Heating's triple savings sale. That's three combined special offers. Standard Heating's April promotion, plus manufacturer rebates, plus utility rebates. A combined savings of up to $2,775 on a new furnace and AC combo. Visit standardheating.com. Standard Heating, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. I'm Claire Ferreira, president and owner of Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Ever since my grandfather founded Standard over 90 years ago, word-of-mouth advertising and referrals from our customers have always been important. That's why, after serving over half a million customers, we're proud to have a 4.9-star average rating out of 5 on our online reviews. Check them out for yourself and find out more at standardheating.com. That's standardheating.com. Ring 